Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. To something far more positive, uh, let's talk some rugby uh, with Brad Weber out of the Hawks Bay. G'day, Brad. How are you? Yeah, g'day, mate. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. That's the story, mate. You'd be great. glad you're not a black cap right about now, I'd imagine. Yeah, I, um, I went to bed after the... Uh after the first innings, thinking, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll be right here, and then woke up and saw the result. Not great. No, not great at all. I don't know if you caught the uh, uh, the Ricardo Reckons I just did, but, you know, that you've been part of all black sides that have that, that you know, uh, invincibility factor, and teams run out and they fear you, and you kind of almost have a 10 to 15-point lead in their head uh, before you start. It feels like that's where New Zealand cricket's at when it comes to to, to playing the Aussies, doesn't it? Yeah, look, I obviously seem to have it over us at the moment. I mean, geez, I, I can't really talk too much about cricket because I'm no expert. <laughs> I'd just, just be another talkback caller, I think. <laughs> all good, mate, all good. Hey, we, we should talk about the Shield, though, because uh, it's on the line again this weekend. You've had a had a busy old season. You've had some really tight calls in the Shield this year. Counties pushed you, Harbour have pushed you as well. Even Mid-Canterbury, uh, you know, sort of uh, um, early on uh, really pushed you. Um, and you've got Southland visiting this weekend. How how the boys feeling about this one? No, yeah, well, I think the thing about the Shield, especially for the challengers, it seems to bring the best out of the challengers, you know, so we're, we've always got a, there's clearly a target um, for teams coming up here, so yeah, um, Southland will be no different, they've had a couple of, they haven't won, um, won much, but a lot of their games have been really close, and uh, we only need to look back a couple of years ago where we went down to Southland, so um, yeah, look, we'll, we we love playing at home though. The crowd's great, and um, hopefully get stuck into them. But we certainly know that Southland will be um, throwing everything into it. And those uh, those battlers down there, they seem to do do all right with the shield over the last sort of ten, fifteen years, haven't they? Well, I, I do remember a very, very grumpy Corey Flynn having to hand Jason Rutledge the shield a few years ago. Yeah, yeah and we had. Um, uh, Walter Jamie McIntosh up with us at the Chiefs for a couple of years, and the way he talked about that those few days after they beat Canterbury that that day was just like well, some of the great uh, great moments of his life. So yeah, I heard all about that one. <laughs> Don't want to be on the end of it, mate. I mean, for you guys, no. you know, like you know, you know that when a team comes to town, they're going to have another ten percent because of the Shield, right? So how do you guys get up for it every time you're playing at home? Uh, something I've been really impressed with because like this this is the first. Uh, First year that I've I've personally had to defend the shield. Like the boys have had it for the last couple of years, but I haven't been able to play much. And um, I've been really impressed with their mindset around. It's not then the team doesn't try and go out and just defend it and just play conservatively. They they see it as they're challenging it as well. They're trying to win it every time. So that's been a, a real shift of mindset. I think that that certainly helped 
helped us play a bit with a bit more free will, play that magpie style of footy where you throw it around and um, go out there and try and win it every every week. So, yeah, I think that certainly helps. Yeah, I mean, and the other thing I, I, I suppose that you can't forget is you, you're also battling for Bunnings NPC points, right? It's not just about the um, it's not just about the shield. No, that's right. And um, I know how much the boys here were hurting last year after losing that semi final to Tasman. So we're all pretty keen to um, to go the whole way because Hawks Bay, I don't think has ever, has ever won the uh, the NPC before. So it'd be pretty awesome to be a part of the first team down here that could ever do that. I mean. The Magpies are the biggest team in town around here, around Hawke's Bay. There's no no local Super Rugby team that plays here every week. So, you know, the Magpies are it for, for the community. And we, we're very blessed with our, um, our support down here, man. Like, it's uh, for in terms of NPC quality, like, we get good numbers every week. So it'd be great to do it for them. Yeah, indeed. I mean, you, you currently sit second uh, in the odds conference, um, just behind Waikato, who you've you've drawn with earlier in the season. Uh, you got Wellington uh, pretty close behind you as well. They've been a bit up and down. How, how are you feeling about um, the the new format and uh, where you're sitting, uh, you know, sort of around halfway through the round robin? Yeah, I think it's great. I think having the one competition, giving um, everybody a chance at this. The big title every year is probably the way to go. Um, we obviously saw it obviously stemmed from Taranaki last year, but, I mean, Hawks Bay have had a couple of good teams when we were in the championship and couldn't contend for the for the top gong, so I think it's the, it's the right move. Um, and, yeah, look, it's, to be fair, it's been a pretty tight comp so far. I mean, yeah, we're sitting second, but like you say, there's a couple of teams below us that are really nipping at our heels. They have plenty as well. Um, Otago have been going all right, so... Um, yeah, it doesn't seem like there's any easy wins like there probably used to be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, we, and we've got a, a relatively tough run home as well with uh, Wellington, Bay of Plenty and, and Tasman after Southland. So, yep. yeah, we have to be on. Yeah, well, I mean, of course, uh, that Bay of Plenty, that Bay of Plenty game, the, the, the title of the Bay is on the line. That's that's always big mm. every year for you guys too, right? Yeah, it is. And uh, especially, uh, honestly, I hear it from Clayton McMillan every year when they have plenty beat us. So I, I love giving it back when, when we've got it. So, you know, I've got, I've got nine months worth of uh, correcting him when he's saying, when he's talking about they have plenty as the they. And I think we've got the title at the moment. So I'll revel in that for a little while longer and then hopefully get it back. Yeah, fingers crossed for you, mate. Fingers crossed. I, I lived in the Bay of Plenty for a while in the mid-90s and ended up being like ground announcer for a few of their rugby games. So I knew Clayton from those days. It's always, uh, it was it yeah. was something as somebody born and bred in Auckland, I was like, what, what's going on here? What's this about? It took me a while to cotton on, but man, it's it's almost as big as the Shield. It actually is a big thing now. Yeah, you're right. And I mean, Manawatu are our big rivals, but I think Bay of Plenty nowadays are like right up there. And I guess, yeah, like I was sort of saying, especially because being at the Chiefs, not too many Magpies boys with me, but there are a lot of Bay of Plenty boys mm-hmm. around. So, you know, bragging rights for nine months of the year is pretty sweet for, for this little Hawks Bay man. Yeah, mate, you'd be loving it, mate. You'd be loving it. Um, now, Southland, you mentioned them. Uh, they played five, lost five. But if you work out the average, uh, you know, they're four and against, they've only lost each game by an average of about eight points. So they're always mm. there and thereabouts. They're a, hard team to, they're a hard team to put away. They just kind of hang in there. Yeah, they do. Um, they kind of live off the sort of battler mindset where they just kind of stay in it and lead pretty well with um, some old heads like Marty Banks and um, Robbie Robinson. It was pretty cool to see them. Trotting around there, but yeah, like, like, like I was sort of saying, like Southland for us have always been a team that we've often struggled against the last few years. So 
um, yeah, we expect that uh, once again. And yeah, man, like their their results don't, I think, uh, truly reflect the sort of team that they are. Hawks Bay is a real nursery for, for rugby talent, man. We see so many players and coaches come out of there, uh, and it obviously mm. leads to a little bit of turnover. I know, you know, I mean, you lost Ash Dixon the other year, and you lost Mark, your coach as well. you got Josh in charge now. How's that transition been? Um, well, Oz and um, Josh were, honestly, they're like two, two toddlers, like tied at the hip. So <laughs> it's been pretty seamless. Like, some of these just, He's the same old Simsy people that know him. He's a he's um, he's a bit all over the show, like. He, but he's a character, and um, the boys love him. But love, love playing for him. So it's, it's been a pretty seamless transition in, in that regard. And um, yeah, like you say, we obviously lost Ash Dixon, which is a huge loss. But geez, there's some pretty good young hookers here. Obviously Tyrone Thompson and Keanu Kiddu Symes, and then even Jacob Devery's out injured for this year. So the hooking stocks around here look pretty bright for the future. But um, yeah. Tough to replace the old, the old, old dog digger. What about uh, some of the uh, some of the young guys you got running around there that have now got a year of Super Rugby under their belts? Guys like Lincoln and Eddie Anati, um, who were at Moana this year. How much have have you seen an improvement in their game from having one year in that Super Rugby environment? Uh, well, Eddie's always impressed me. I mean, he's he, he, he spent a lot of time down at Canterbury and the Crusaders, so he, he's pretty good in terms of professionalism and. Um, yeah, he, he's always he was always sort of built for Super Rugby, so I haven't been too surprised with with his progress. He's he's pretty good, and then Lincoln, I think everybody could you could clearly see that he's Super Rugby quality and has been for a number number of years, but hasn't been given the opportunity. I've even been trying to get him up at the Chiefs for a few years, but we've got so many bloody teams up there, no room for him. So um, yeah, look, it's great to see a guy like him, especially um, get a get a good run at professional rugby because. You got such like when you're compared to playing club, like you've just got such competitive advantage over all the club players by being a professional rugby player all year round. And I think like he's just shown that he's come back in, in great neck and he's always had the, the mental ability. His, his leadership around the field has been um, fantastic. So I can only see him getting even better from here. And he's been he's been pretty good for us the first five weeks. So. Yep, I think Super Rugby's been, done him the world of good. Good stuff, Brad. Hey, listen, I've got one last question for you before we let you go, mate. Mm. We've had a long-time listener, first-time texter, Jamie Wall, send through a message. Um, yeah. Can you please ask Brad about the under-85 kilo national competition, please? Oh, yes. I'm a, mate, I'm a huge, huge advocate for the under-85s, great. I, I watched that final on the, uh, on the weekend. I thought it was brilliant. Um, it's a grade that I think we need to be putting more and more effort and uh, emphasis on because I see like a lot of guys out of school don't really want to go and play premier rugby because or even prem twos because you, you know like guys are our size tackling 120 kilo people every week isn't that much fun if you're not real serious about it and you prefer the social side which is the part of the game that I think we need to grow and under 85s is the perfect bridge between that it gives it's obviously it keeps a lot of people in rugby itself Guys won't be dropping out. I've seen the social side. Um, a couple of my mates play up in the Auckland competition, and they just love the social side of it, which is great. Um, which is what I think club rugby is all about. And yeah, I just when we're losing so many guys, so many players um, that are dropping out of rugby altogether, I just think under eighty five just seems like a no brainer to be putting more time and effort in. And um, I certainly can't wait to. I've actually tried to play a couple of games before, but. Um, 
uh, I tried to play this game up in Auckland a couple of years ago. I tried to get um, released from our uh, from Hawks Bay, and the Hawks Bay CEO said, "Nah, <laughs> <laughs> if, 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 if you if you get injured playing under eighty five, I will lose my job." <laughs> so I couldn't play, unfortunately. But um, I'd love, but I'm looking forward to when I stop playing professional rugby. If, I, if I'm going to stay in the game and keep ticking away, I think I'll go play under eighty five. Yeah. Well, here's the question then. I mean, obviously playing the professional game, you don't really have much choice of what position you play. You're going to play halfback because of your size. Yeah. But at under eighty fives, yeah. you can play anywhere. Where, where would you want to play? Um, I actually, I wouldn't mind playing hooker. I'd love to throw the ball in. I reckon that just looks like so much fun. Even though some hookers just seem like it mentally fries them. <laughs> I would just love that part. It was like throwing, it's like shooting a three-pointer, I reckon. It just looks looks fun. So I think I'd do that and then get stuck into the t- into the top. It'd just be nice to, it'd be nice to put a dominant shot on for once in my life and not have guys just try and steamroll me. Constantly, uh, it's just yeah, it's just sounding even more and more um, appealing. Yeah, <laughs> I can hear it in your voice. I can hear it in your voice, Brad. Well, mate, thanks very much for for coming on. Best of luck against Southland this weekend, and uh, best of luck in your under eighty five career in a few years. <laughs> Cheers, Ricardo. Going, bro. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato, and aioli. So we doubled it: chicken and Macca's together, and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.